Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 40. It's May the 6th, 2007, the fifth Sunday of Easter. Hey, Dave. Hey, Reiner. How are you? Man, I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. You know that thing we were talking about before we came on the air? Uh, I, it was one of the ti- one of the possible titles of our of our uh, grad show when I was doing improv. The um, I guess it, I think it was coming towards the end of the millennium. There, so we were going to call it Armageddon or Leg a Lamb. <laughs> Leg a Lamb. Yeah, Armageddon or Leg a Lamb. I thought you were going to say Armageddon it on. Really, <laughs> I don't know. Armageddon. I'm a getting. I'm a getting. Arm. I don't know. A funny word is an Armageddon. Place, right? Huh? It's a place, isn't it? Armageddon. Ah, uh, yeah, or a time or something. I think it's a place. I think it's a, like the hills or the plains of Armageddon. Really? Israel? It's, maybe. But it refers to the, you know, end yeah, times end time, or something. The world. Yeah. I think there's supposed to be some battle on the plains of Armageddon. Wow, that would be exciting. I wonder if it'll be on YouTube. Oh, I think uh, CNN would be there, or ESPN, probably, <laughs> ESPN 5. Or something. Somebody will record it on their cell phone. I know. Put it on YouTube or something. Isn't it, isn't it a marvelous world we live in? It's great. <laughs> but anyway, so the readings today, here's you know, here's my um, here's my take on it. You know, I tried to put all three of them together and... I kind of thought it was kind of interesting because in the first reading we had, uh, we're, we're continuing our travel log with uh, Paul and Barnabas, I guess. Yes. Going wherever they're going. And um, and then we had the uh, crazy revelation stuff. <laughs> yeah. For, for all the all the people stoned in the audience, I guess. I guess that's what, for anyone that comes to church high. They can listen to revelation. That's what the revelation reading. Okay. And, the, and another good short reading. From the Gospel of John. That's what the... Kind of, they're getting people in and out these days on these readings. <laughs> I guess so. Must be time to go golfing or something. We got product to move here. Let's move these people in and out. But anyways, I was uh, I was looking at this and I thought, you know what? It it kind of struck me. It was about kind of like the circle of life a little bit. We had like new beginnings. Like you have this whole uh, revelation things about the new city and a new heaven and a new earth, and then and then we have like new beginnings with uh, Paul and Barnabas going around and talking about all these new Christians and all the Gentiles who are converting and and then then the gospel we have about Jesus saying hey I'm leaving and do you know uh, love others as I have loved you so that there's a after I kind of put them all together it's kind of like a circle of life kind of thing happening. Like, well, there's beginnings, there's endings, the, the seed of the beginning is in the ending, all that kind of stuff. I guess. Here, here's what I thought. Right. <laughs> I, I thought it was inter- interesting. You know how in the last couple of weeks we've been talking about how first it was Peter and then Paul and they're fighting with the church? Right. right? I'm sitting there looking at this first reading from Acts, and they're starting to set up their own church. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, then they went here, blah, 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 and then it says... Uh, then they appointed elders for them in each church, you know. So I'm like, okay, they're starting to set up their own little, you know, government. Which isn't contrary to what I've said in a way. It's kind of like a, also a change and yeah, ending and new beginning. Right. They're like, okay, we're bagging this Jewish church that is just, you know, trying to kick our ass, and so I guess that means we got to start our own. Well, 
doesn't it? I guess so. <laughs> this can't. Well, you know. You, but but see, then then this would be the same concept here. Of so then we still have that um, conflict or struggle between. Okay, so they're setting up a hierarchy to, you know, blah blah, and then like say in the gospel, is that and but then Jesus is given the love commandment, which would be you know, less <laughs> less hierarchical. Yes, less juridical and more spiritual of you know, hey, love each other, and then you'll know it's for me, which doesn't necessarily go with the I'm setting up a committee, but that's you know. true. <laughs> but you know, what does love look like when it's a by a committee, it's like, well, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you love him, and yeah. Wednesdays and Fridays, you know. You Sounds a little kinky there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I'm just, whatever you think, Ryder, you know, you know, that's you fine. Are you still living in a commune? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course I am. I am. I say this is sort of a natural progression for me to wind up here. What? In Tucson? Yeah, I think I'm. I think I want to turn no into commune. <laughs> My goal is to turn it into a cult. Turn what into a cult? Like the commune here. Oh. I think with me as a leader. Well, that would be the cult thing then, right? When exactly you just suck the life out of them and make them think they're being spiritual. I I'll help them. I will help them. <laughs> God, but I'll do. There you go. That's what we do, Dave. <laughs> but maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just do this. Instead. Maybe. It's a lot of pressure being a cult leader. Well, you can make up your own rules, but, you know. Well, that's true. I don't know. But anyways, back to our show. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of my imagining. Yeah, so yeah, so that's interesting. So, in a way, we're, we're looking at all these new, new beginnings and seeing how things get off to uh, start and the kind of the spiritual basis of it's the basic message love each other as I've loved you and, and then of course but there's all these practical things about well how do you do this how do you get the message out how do you get you know maybe you got to start your own organization all this stuff so there's that kind of interplay and dichotomy and tension between those two I'm... yeah there's always some of that the struggle of life what do they call that jungle thing? I don't know. Law of the uh, the the survival of the fittest. Something you know, whether it's a constant battle for survival or something. Mm -hmm. Kind of, not really. I don't know. <laughs> All right, who's gonna win? Is it gonna be the hierarchy or the spirituality? Yeah, of love? right. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the hierarchy's supposed to win sometimes. Maybe it's okay for them to win. Maybe. I mean, it's good to have some structure. You need that, don't you? I mean, even if you're growing a plant, you need to have kind of things around it so it grows straight and strong and all that. That's right. You can't have all um, fluidity. Yeah, I saw something when I was going through uh, for my spiritual news segment uh, about uh, the church had, had kind of come down on this sect or something up in Canada that is following this woman who claims to be the reincarnation of the Blessed Virgin. So they kind of said, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> like that idea. All right. Not that I don't think there's reincarnation. I, I kind of believe that, actually. Perhaps. I, I that happens, but, uh, 
Sounds kind of cultish, Dave. Well, that does sound kind of cultish. <laughs> we had our own cult here yesterday. Did you? Yeah, the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> it's actually in Louisville, but you know, it's Kentucky, so. Oh yeah. Do you? Um, is it hard to get tickets to that thing? I don't know. I've never actually been. You never been? Don't you want to go sometime? Like, uh, I I don't mind watching it on TV. You know, baking some derby pies, eating them. What's a derby pie? What's a derby pie? Oh my god, it's good. It's kind of chocolate nut kind of pie. Does that have pecans in it? Yes. But it's so you know have some mint juleps, eat a derby pie. Oh, there's liquor in it too. Not well. You can put bourbon flavoring in it, but I usually don't. But it's not no no the the bourbon goes in the mint juleps. Mm. Oh, I see. <laughs> you you drink the mint juleps with the with the pie. Then you eat the pie. That's right. <laughs> and then you watch the most exciting two minutes of sports ever, or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did the favorite win? Actually, yes. It, it was actually kind of an interesting race because it was the favorite, and it was and there were twenty horses, and it was running nineteenth, and then it won. Wow. <laughs> So, and I mean, it was like suddenly, where'd that horse come from? And then it won. And you go, <laughs> but anyway. Do you have any money on it? No. No? I wouldn't have picked that horse anyway. Well, you wouldn't have made any money on it, right? It's true. They were, everybody who won was like, had, sh you know, short odds because they were all kind of the favorites. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Although that horse played 11 something. I don't know why. It was kind of the favorite, but. Paid eleven dollars. Eleven forty or something. But you don't. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a favorite. I mean, well, it, it is dollar bet eleven forty. It is in the Derby though, because you got twenty horses and they're all pretty good. So. Yeah. I mean, you usually don't get any, you know. Dog. Three to fives or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it went off seven to one or. I don't a lot know. of people made a lot of money then. Uh, Paid for some people. I guess. But anyway. <laughs> okay, so we talked about cults and gambling. What else? <laughs> well, now we need to talk about foosball, and then we can go, oh, Dave. guns and sex or something. Can we work those in there? Or <laughs> How about a roll? I can't help it. Okay. Yeah. So, foosball. Yeah. So, renewal. What do you think, foosball? Hierarchy versus loving your neighbor. I don't know. Oh, yeah. What's that got to do with foosball? Everything's got something to do with foosball, doesn't it? Yeah, but I don't love my... I just love your enemy? They love your enemy? What? No, it doesn't that say that. do you? In no. foosball. In foosball. What good does that do you? Hmm? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll just have to go with the hierarchy. The say, hierarchy. Okay. Say you're in the back and I'm in the front. Okay. No, I'm in the back and you're in the front. Okay. I don't know. Is that a hierarchy? <laughs> it's it's a rule. I don't know. It's just okay. Uh, I got nothing, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, here I I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with this love your neighbor thing. Here's what I'm gonna tell you. Now, what would it be like if if in a in a sports competition you actually loved the person you were competing against? You felt felt that, but still you were gonna compete against. Maybe the fact that you love means that you're gonna compete as best you can to bring out their best. Because if you're doing the best you can, you're going to bring out that absolute best of the other person because they're going to try their hardest to beat you. So actually, you could say that competition, you actually are, in fact, loving your neighbor. So it's not, they're not necessarily contradictory. Competition. 
<laughs> sure. Ooh, maybe. That sounds like bullshit, but we're going to go with it. Oh, man. Right. Thank you, Lord. I mean, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thought, Dave. <laughs> and now, your segment. And now, my segment. Spirit, this is from the website, www.spiritdaily.com. And the title here is, Scientist Claims a Spiritual Dimension Reflected in Water Crystal Structure. We know that, and as I'm quoting here, just so we don't get in trouble, we know the power of holy water, and now a researcher from Japan, Dr. Masaru Emoto, is presenting what he thinks is evidence that water not only has spiritual dimension, but reflects the world and spiritual forces around it. An expert in alternative medicine, Dr. Emoto, says that for years he has photographed water crystals and finds that they react to prayer, music, and even the ambience created by words. Fringe science or legitimate avenue for new study. Dr. Moto claims to have seen astounding results, crystals that are beautifully formed when they have been in the presence of classical music or those praying, and malformed or unformed structures when tension was expressed in the room or there was heavy metal music. So much for my listening to um, Def Leppard, whatever, or um, <laughs> Black Sabbath. Uh, the researcher asserts that hundreds have replicated his experiments and that the spirit behind positive words gratitude evoke the most beautiful crystal. And the more you understand water, the more difficult you will find it to deny the existence of a god. That's a quoting Dr. Emoto again. Perhaps it is possible that the miracle water of Lourdes, France, which is said to have healing powers, is filled with the feelings and appreciation of the Mother Mary, he says. As a result, people who have been made ill by the vibrations or have been miraculous and have been miraculously healed by drinking this holy water. What might be seen as in holy water, or more dramatically, might there be in the glimpse of eternity at some point during consecration? Does this research lend new insight into the Catholic dogma of transubstantiation at a molecular level? Everything is linked, claims Dr. Emoto, and nothing else. We think of the living waters. Over and over again, he found gratitude to be the emotion that evoked beautiful Christmas. All right. That's it. So these were crystals, what, in just regular water? Regular water, and he would, he would like, play music, or he'd have people praying, or he'd have them thinking certain thoughts. No, I get all that. I just want to know about the technical. Oh, the technical. There, I didn't, I... You don't know. I didn't want to bore people with the technical stuff. But, no. I'm just saying, where, where do you see these crystals? Like, if you examine the water structure? Or yeah, what? he, like, he, uh, it was in here, something, they told how he did it. He said... I put, I put 50 different types of water in 50 different Petri dishes. I then freeze the dishes at minus 4 Fahrenheit for three hours. In a All right, you're right. That's boring. That's we'll, why I didn't say it. We'll put a link on the site to it in case I want to know. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so that was, I thought that was sort of connected, cycle of life, nature out there. Vibrations are important, prayers are important, positive thoughts. has an effect. has an effect on our internal structure, other people. All right. All right. Cool. All right, man. So have a have a a good day. Spring is here. We're being renewed every day. Life is good. All right. There, enjoying. That's a lot of optimism for you, Dave. But I'll try to suck some of it. Be high on something. I think there might be fumes in here or something. (laughs) In this carpet, out gas. Crystal water. Could be the water. All right. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Ciao. Yeah. You can make it. Shoot it. Mamog.com